All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Tonight's matchup features the best player in the world, the second best player in the world, a lock to score 50 goals, and I guess Austin Matthews will be there as well. Let's get into it with the lead. Do you get it? I got it. At first, I, right. I thought you were going to refer to like William Nylander as the best player on the Leafs or something like that. Yeah. And then you went off and you said the second best player. And I was like, okay, well, that's nobody on the Leafs. Mm. Lock to score 50 is one man, of course, but that Kyman. That Kyman would be the lock to score 50. Somehow this Leafs team has four all-stars. Don't get me started, even though I started myself. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't going to get you started. Unbelievable. We never discussed that yesterday, and I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, I, but you don't care about the jerseys. We learned that. Uh, all right. Cool. Tonight's matchup, Liam, all jokes aside, has some legitimate star power behind it. We have Austin Matthews, the guy who is leading the NHL in goals with 33. Zach Hyman tied for sixth with David Pasternak. So two of the top 10 goal scorers in the NHL. Two of the top 10 point getters in the NHL, Connor McDavid and William Nylander, both tied for seventh with 57 points on the year. Connor McDavid has done it in four less games, so not a big deal. And tonight he heads into a matchup against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it's a matchup that he traditionally does pretty well in. Connor McDavid has 11 goals and 20 assists in 21 career games versus the Toronto Maple Leafs, dating all the way back. His debut against the Leafs back on February 11th, he put up five points in that hockey really? game. February 11th, 2016 was his first game against Toronto, and he absolutely <laughs> torched them. Was so. that the uh, 
the game he put Morgan Riley on on the ice? No, that would have been the one I think in 2020. Or was that still pandemic? That was crazy. No, oh it was no, there was it. fans. There was yeah, fans there was fans. The You're right. Yeah, because he did the finger, the finger yeah. pointing thing. So that might have been the one then maybe at Toronto, Jan twenty second, twenty twenty one. Well, here's a question for you. Mark this Elijah. Is this the the game in the NHL that has the most star power head to head? Like, could you create a matchup that has more star power in it? Yeah, like I'm thinking Colorado. Yeah. Obviously a big one. Well, the thing is with the Oilers, like McDavid's a star, Dry Settle's a star. Zach Hyman is having a hell of a year, but do you consider him star power? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So the and well, I mean, even if you don't want to consider him star power, yeah. Right, Agent Hopkins at a hundred points last season. Yeah, Evan Bouchard's having a hell of a season as well. Um Stuart Skinner's the best goal in the league right now. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, Colorado, like McCarr McKinnon ranting in. Land like Landis Scroggs yeah, on the he, same level as like a Nugent Hyman, I would say. Yeah, probably. So I it's some combination of Oilers yeah. Leafs abs. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the teams. I'm like maybe the Rangers, Shirkin, Fox, Panarin. But those guys are all Jet, I wouldn't put up there though. You know what I mean? It's a good this might be the yeah. NHL headline tonight. Best heavyweight matchup in the league. Yeah. Star power wise. Yeah. I, I, you know what? To give them credit, I would put the Vancouver Canucks in this category too. Oh yeah, Miller, Besser, yeah. Pedersen, Hughes, Demko, because they got the goaltending side of it. Like, I mean, Stuart Skinner's been lights out as of late. The Leafs are starting Martin Jones this evening, so yeah. the, the, not a lot of star power there between the pipes. Um, but that is a good pull. Someone said, "Yeah, Oilers versus Rangers." Like Panarin's a stud, Shesterkin's a stud, Fox is a stud. So yeah, Florida. Maybe there's a few teams. Ah, no, Florida. I don't know. Outside of Kachuk and. Barkov, Reinhardt, Ekblad. Ah, yeah, Reinhardt. Teams that might have better matchups, but it's the Canadian East West, East versus West, Mecca hockey versus oil boys out here. Had this one circled for a long time. Braden put, what about Vegas? See, I think Vegas is obviously a great team. Yeah. But they don't have stars. Yeah, like Eichel's. Eichel's 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 close. Yeah. And even like Petrangelo's a star. Yeah, but he's also a bitch. Oh, yeah. Clip that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right we're a little sidetracked welcome into the show everybody Uh, he says at the 1205 mark Uh, as always we're live from the sports closet studio and uh we got a it's a shirt for giant game day first of all oilers looking for 11 in a row but facing arguably their toughest task in that stretch even though this is a leafs team that has been playing very good i'll give you more on that with our charm diamond game notes in just a little bit um, Jay Rosehill is going to be swinging by. He's a former Toronto Maple Leaf. May have heard of him. Also a former Manchester Storm player, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, should we? Listen. I might ask. I know. I just pulled that one. I might ask him about his, his time with the Manchester Storm. You know what we should do? First off, some of his mug shots on uh, like pictures on mug shots. I call them mug shots, <laughs> but you know, like the player headshot. Good man. Yeah, he is a good man. Good family man. Um, but some of his headshots are awesome on the on it's, hockey DB. I was gonna say the hockey DB, one of him with the flow in his Philly jersey is uh mean. We should I yeah, think I have a folder on somewhere here of like photos of Rosie because I got a lot of them here. So he did play what was it, 72 games in his career for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but I'm thinking maybe we should intro him in the weirdest way possible. Like you mentioned he was a Manchester storm in the EIHL. That's good. 
also spent some time with the Johnstown Chiefs. Maybe we intro him as something like that. Former old Grizzly. Like, what a career. He was an old Grizzly, hey? An old Grizzly. Like, who goes to the NCAA and has 103 penalty minutes in one season? (laughs) That's incredible stuff by him, to be fair. A member of the 2003 NHL draft class um, is Jay Rosehill, where he was taken in the seventh round. You know who else was? Oh, that's back when there was nine rounds. So giddy up. Who did the Oilers take? They had back-to-back picks in that round. Hello. In the seventh round? Yeah, in the seventh round of that draft. Who'd they get? Kyle Brodziak and Matthew Roy. Matthew Waugh. I remember him a little bit. Um, but Jay Rosell taken right at the end. Who are some players that were taken after him? Ooh, Tobias Enstrom went in the eighth round. Oh, Dustin yeah. Bufflin went in the eighth round. Shane O'Brien, ninth round picks. Matt Molson, Tanner Glass, Yarrow Halak. What a draft. What a draft. Brian Elliott was the second last pick in a draft. Yeah, that is crazy. Look at those numbers. Yeah, look at that bucket too. Hey. Tough luck, Rosie. Granted, I never played in the NHL, so I'm not one to that talk. Leafs team, I'm sure he was on it, and it was like him, Colton Orr, Mark Fraser, I think, was on the team. They were just going for the absolute, like, we will not win games, but we will beat you up approach. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Fair enough. Uh, all right. We are going to get to Rosie in a bit. We're going to get to all our usual Sherwood Ford giant game day action. But first, let's turn our attention to what you're all saying over in the Booster Juice YouTube chat. This weekend, January 19th to 21st, myself, Jay Rosehill, we're going to be out in Jasper for the <coughs> Tourism Jasper, Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. Um, and we're going to be powered by Booster Juice. Visit a location today to refuel, refresh, re-energize, or you can also download the new Booster Rewards app to earn, order, and enjoy. Everyone loves a good Booster Juice, Liam. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, Chalmers gave us a good hack on Real Life where he said you get strawberry sunshine with a scoop of vanilla sh- sorbet. Yeah. Mm, that sounds good. But it was also interesting, his approach to it, because he also said, take out the strawberry. No, he did. Yes, he did. Go back and listen. He said, take out the strawberry. Just the sunshine? So you would get <laughs> vanilla sorbet sunshine. I don't know. I thought that was that very doesn't... interesting approach. Okay. To well, Chalmers also might be insane, but yeah. I like the idea of adding a little sorbet to my strawberry sunshine and booster juice will be keeping me fueled and all of Team Oilers Nation uh, out at the Pond Hockey Tournament. So what's going on here? Um, someone said, Paul, you should try. Well, okay. Uh, Michael is in. Zach Hyman revenge game for the All-Star snuff. Also going up against the Leafs team that didn't want to pay him. Uh, so that's interesting. Tyler Mulek said, we want 11. Also get ready to speak Buffalo and ease. Taylor Swift, shout out to my Buffalo Bills for picking up the big win last night. They'll now take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Hell yeah. ML is in. It says, I just want my kids back. All right. Um, don't we all, I guess? Uh, and yeah. you guys were all chirping us in there. For, well, they were chirping us for not being on time. We were on time today. We were we started early. at noon. Yeah, we well, were. We're it's twelve oh one. We were early today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Someone said Tyler Potter, you are the chosen one, <laughs> the boy who slept on a Douglas mattress. If you remember back to yesterday's show, that you, was. An, have that you was ever watched Harry Potter? Yeah, I've seen them all. Have oh, you? Thank goodness. Of course. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. Right up your alley, hey. I love Harry Potter. <laughs> the seventh, the eighth one is movie magic. Uh, Jeremy is in and says, "Nice hat, Liam. Go crew. Crew playing right now." The uh, big game down in Black Falls for a hockey hooky. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I like how it's hockey hooky, yet most of your players are still in school themselves. Yep. We have so they're also playing plays in school. Yeah. Uh, bring Cassie home. If they start Samsonov, we'll start Campbell. <laughs> I like that idea. Just both teams saying, you know what? 
how about we just make sure the goalies don't decide this at all and just play those two? Uh, but no, it is going to be it is going to be Martin Jones versus Stuart Skinner between the pipes. Uh, shout out to B Max who says I'm at work in a Safeway pulling the old Jay down, and he used to work at a Safeway as well. Where where about saying what are you working a deli? Yeah, where yeah, where yeah, that's it. Uh, produce. What are we thinking? Stocking shelves, facing cans. Maybe you're working Cashier? at the checkout. Cashier, yeah. I I like I like going to the grocery stores. Just as an aside, where you can bag your own groceries, I've become a bit of a superstore guy recently. I like the mm-hmm. control. I like it's like a puzzle. You know, you see things coming down the belt. You gotta do it you on the fly. Hit the belts. Yeah, you gotta hit the belt. The superstore. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a Safeway man myself. Oh, you are. Hey, they have. Uh, I like that they make their own stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, they have like fresh pieces there, fresh sandwiches, soup, stuff like that. It's quite nice. That pizza. I would, you know, I'm a pizza man. You are. I would put Safeway pizza up against anyone in the world. Like the flatbreads they make? The flatbreads are delicious, but the actual, like, the I think they're pizzas. like 14 inches. Amazing stuff. They like sit under the heat lamp thing there? No, it, well, building. that, yes, but also just the ones you go home and cook yourself. Mm. The best mm. you'll ever have, trust me. I see. Um, before you move away from the mattress, I didn't get this in yesterday. Shout out to Eric. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. <laughs> My bedroom's not that small. It's like whatever, 18 by 12. That's us, that's not a closet. The podcast listeners, our uh, graphic designer Eric photoshopped Tyler's face onto Harry Potter's body and Harry Potter one under the stairs. Yep. The resemblance is uncanny. It is amazing. Leave a like for that, folks. <laughs> Mm, Maynard Nugent Spivey, free advice. Get yourself the idiot-proof hard bottom grocery bags. Oh, I have one. Yeah. They're they're clutch. I have one of the ones from Save on Foods that folds completely flat. Yep, and then got, you, and then the I same. also have a bucket. I, I like going with the bucket approach. Bucket's good. A little strap. That's very and you can fit a lot of groceries in that MF. Yeah. Chris G, do you live in a closet? Stop. Enough, guys. Uh, Will Chong, Tyler took sports closet to a different level. That's a great <laughs> joke, but we're moving on. Okay, let's talk a little bit about a few things. Uh, our pal Frank Saravalli, he's going to be on the show tomorrow. We're yeah. going to have Frank on, but he was on the Kevin Carius show on Sports 1440 Day talking a little bit about Corey Perry. And I, I don't have the full quote right in front of me, but it was something along the lines of maybe some people are starting to put the piece together. That like, hey, Corey Perry and Edmonton would be a really nice natural fit. I know some people are saying, you know, you don't need that distraction right now. I am of the belief I don't think Corey Perry would be that big of a distraction. I, I no. think the positives to this greatly outweigh the negatives. And I was a guy who at the time of the Evander Kane signing was saying the positives don't outweigh the negatives. I ended up being wrong on that. He came in, scored at a 40 goal pace that first half season, was <clears throat> good at points last year as well. Like the Evander Kane. Bringing in Evander Kane worked out. Yeah. Bringing in Corey Perry, I don't think has that same sort of level of downside, right? So I'm all over this. He's a guy who's having a good year, still got some hockey left in him. There's going to be one year league minimum in all likelihood. So why wouldn't you? I, I completely agree. I'm just trying to think like, what are the distractions? Like when people say like, oh, there's going to be distractions. Does that mean like media questions? I, like think, his like first, I think his first press conference, there are distractions and then there's no more. But it's not like the players are in that press conference. It's Corey Perry, uh, probably Knobloch, Holland, and uh, what's the other fellow? Jeff Jackson. Mm-hmm. So you do that and it's done. Yeah. They, just, probably, I, they might not even do that introductory no, they, press conference. They really might not. It might literally be him in the dressing room just yeah. taking questions. Like everybody does every day anyway. Like, I don't know. Like uh, someone said it in the chat there too. I think it was uh, 
Maynard said, if Evander Kane wasn't a distraction, then Corey Perry won't be. It's not like from what we know, there's been no criminal charges or anything put on there, Corey Perry. No, zero. Nothing. He's, he was never even banned from playing in the league. Like he was open season through all. They just allowed it to kind of breathe a little bit, whatever happened. And then here he is now. And I can't see how this would be a negative at all. Yeah. He's an upgrade over Adam Ernie. Yep. Probably an upgrade over Yamark. Yeah. Derek Ryan. Sam Gagne. There's four players that you're rotating through your bottom six right now. Yeah. And he's better than all of them. Hamlin. Aren't you, wouldn't you be intrigued as to what a Holloway Perry Evander Kane third line looks like? Yes. I would be. I would very, very much be intrigued by that. And yeah. if, it fills such a big hole that Col- Holland has to fill mm-hmm. for nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give up any assets to get this guy. Yeah. I can't see, I can't see how this would be a negative. Four goals in 16 games this season so far. Last year with the Bolts playing in a bottom six role, 12 goals in 81 games. Season before that, 19 in 82. I mean, I I don't see much of a downside here. And I'll be honest, at first, I was kind of more of like, "Eh, I don't know if you really need to touch him. But watching this Oilers bottom six right now, like they need help. And the thing with Corey Perry is it's a free gamble. If You're going to have to keep adding ahead of the deadline. But let's be honest, looking at this Oilers forward group, I think going into night one of the playoffs, just looking at the way things are constructed right now, I don't know if you want James Hamblin in your lineup. I don't know if you want Adam Ernie in your lineup. And I don't know if you want both Derek Ryan and Matthias Yanmark in your lineup. I honestly think you need to remove probably three of these guys. I'm including Connor Brown in there because I'm going to fight the good fight and say he turns it around at some point. But I think you need to add two or three players. You don't have the assets or cap space to go trade for two or three players. So signing Perry to scratch off one of those spots is really smart. Also, people are going to get hurt. Yeah, depth is crucial. The Oilers have been insanely healthy so far this season. Like, I'm just looking. What's been... They missed McDavid for two games. They've... I'm Sorry, just to correct you. I wouldn't say they've been healthy. I think they've been hurt, but it hasn't hurt them too much. With are you hurt either. or are you injured? Well, like, yeah. McLeod's been hurt. McDavid's been hurt. Ekholm's been hurt. Well, I would say those are pivotal pieces to this lineup and it affected them at the start of the season. They just didn't miss games. Yeah, but so you're healthy. Like okay. having a couple no, of guys. I don't think they were healthy. Having a couple of guys playing through bumps and bruises is entirely different. I know Ekholm was slow to start the year went up, but like Liam, there are teams out there who are missing no, important I, players I for a it. month at That's a time. Why I'm, I'm not saying they weren't they weren't injured. They were hurt, but it affected their game. So they weren't healthy. But anyway, go on. Yeah, okay. I mean, splitting hairs there. How many centers are on the Oilers roster, right? Uh, I counted eight. Do you want to go through them? <laughs> go on. No, I, I really don't want to do that. Uh, but, and even on the blue line, right? Like, you're going to have to add a layer of depth on the blue line. So, um, you need to add a lot of pieces still. This team is far from perfect. And adding Corey Perry, while he isn't the player he once was, this guy who still put up five points in six playoff games last year has hit double digits in goals, brings that little bit of spark edge grit that you want. And I know people, I know people love to be like, Oh, get a good veteran, whatever. I'm still of the belief. The Oilers don't need that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nuge, Hyman. These guys have all been in the league nurse. They've been in the league for so long. They've been and played in five playoff rounds over the last two years. Like this is a battle tested veteran group. I don't think they need Perry's veteran leadership, but I like what Perry brings on the ice. And if you want to talk about, would it be a distraction? This, that, whatever. No, because I think the Oilers' locker room is quite frankly strong enough. 
Yeah, I agree. I think the leadership is quite good in that room. Uh, Braden asked, how do they make the money work for Perry? It's actually really simple. You just send down Adam Ernie yeah. or Pamlin or whoever you kind of want because they have almost 400,000. I think it's like 390. Well, isn't there a thing as well? Like, what was the deal when Evander Kane came over? Wasn't it like he signed his cap? It was two mil. And then he actually made a mill because he came in halfway through the year or something like that. Oh, maybe a salary, perhaps. Yeah, like I forget how the math works, but I think there's Corey Perry league minimum is a positive asset for you. So. Yeah, there's there's a good chance that Corey Perry comes in at like seven seven five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the others right now have a cap space of four hundred and eleven thousand. So there's a good they, they wouldn't have to do a lot to make this work. <clears throat> Connor McDavid. 31 points in 21 games against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That is quite something. He's going to get a chance to add to those totals tonight to help us preview the game. We're heading out to the Star Mechanical Guest Line where our pal Jay Rosehill mm-hmm. joins us. Not only a former Toronto Maple Leaf, but Liam, he's a former Manchester Storm. Hey, that a boy. <laughs> Love those Storm fans. They're all over online and I always see him out there. Give him a follow back and whatnot, but uh, great fan base, great fan base. Are you rocking an old Grizzlies uh, sweater? See that? Look at you. Well, it's it's a minor hockey version, but uh, still good. Still good. We'll pretend it's AJHL. And Liam's rocking his Sherwood Park yes. Crusaders hat. So now I feel out of place yeah. not having any AJHL. What does P stand for? The f- right on. And told. <laughs> That's enough of that. Uh, Rosie, big game tonight. Oilers looking for their 11th straight win. Leafs, though, looking to snap out of a losing skid. It's been an ugly kind of week in Leafland. What the hell's going on? Yeah, you guys picked a good week to have me on the show right now. I figured there'd be some gloating, and I, I just came on to make sure that uh, it didn't get too out of control so we could rewind the tape tomorrow if, uh, if the Leafs snipe uh, your streak here. But it has been ugly in Toronto. It's... Uh, they haven't been, I mean, they're just such a yo-yo, man. Sometimes they'll play well, and then sometimes they just play god-awful. And we were talking today on our show about the disparity between their good hockey and their bad hockey has is, is got to be the the widest in the league. And, you know, their regulation wins is, is, is ugly. Um, when they do win, it seems to be against, you know, opponents they should beat. Sometimes they lose to opponents they should beat. And honestly, if those big boys aren't firing on all cylinders, they they just don't seem to have a chance. And um, I think they're better than they show when they're bad. I, I think it's a, a mentality thing and a preparation thing, a mindset thing. But they're, they're struggling to fight it here in the last little while. One of the things you guys were talking about on your show, I think it was on Monday, was the idea of maybe a coaching change and who could be some pieces. There's no way Sheldon Keefe loses his job in season, right? Oh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's the market gets pretty hot, pretty fast. And it was just, uh, what was it kind of just during the, during the holidays there, they were having a rough go for sure. And there was a big traction for fire Keefe and, um, people were talking about suitable replacements and, and they righted that ship a little bit with that West coast swing. They did, albeit it was, uh, you know, two games against San Jose, a game against Anaheim. They managed to win, um, against the LA Kings, which was probably their, their last good solid win that you can hang your hat on. But, uh, when things get ugly here and, and the players are kind of where they are and there's nothing available. The market sure seems to want to uh, cut the head off the coach in a hurry for sure. What's the problem with the, the Leafs blue line right now? There's all this stuff like they need more defensemen. People are even saying they might need three defensemen, but what what's kind of the issue there? 
just scrambly in the D zone. Um, I don't think they play great without the puck. And it just seems to be like, you know, they've got an aging, an aging blue line back there besides Morgan Riley. And he's really the standout on the blue line. The, the other guys can have their games and they can kind of, you know, blend in and have a solid game, which is fine as a defenseman in the national hockey league, if you don't notice them too much, but each, each of those other guys just have too many, too many plays where they're standing out in the wrong way. They're spinning around. They're not sure where they're supposed to be. They get caught on the wrong side of the puck, and it, it, it's it's their it's their weakness. It really is. If if they've got solid goaltending, it looks like they're they're deep tend to take a step back. And if they don't, it's the other way around. And I, I do think that in order for this team to have any success in the playoffs, they need to shore up their blue line in, in some way, shape, or form. What about with the goaltending? Like when you, I mean, the deadline needs, we were just talking for the Oilers. Like you need a depth team. I need a three C. You need a second line right wing. Like the list for the Oilers is long. The list for the Leafs goaltend or defense. And then like, can you trust Joe wall and Martin Jones in a playoff series? Or do you think they need to address that as well? Well, it's tough. I I think it's going to be tough to find a guy available. That's going to be better that you can, you know, give up assets in order to get this guy here and, and, guarantee that he's going to be, you know, shining and and be strong in this market. But, you know, we've had a tough go with Samsonov not having his best stuff this year, kind of having that sophomore slump in this uniform. Uh, Joseph Wall was looking fantastic, but the high ankle sprains with goaltenders, um, they just seem to take forever. And we haven't seen him yet. I believe he's skating a little bit right now. But in my experience, those things, especially with goaltenders, just take forever. And, uh, you know, we've been very lucky to have Martin Jones. I mean, we we signed him and people were kind of wondering why. And I think Tree Living put a nifty little clause in his contract to give him a signing bonus right around the time where everyone kind of goes on waivers post training camp. And uh, it was a good thing we did because I think there's a chance he could have got plucked off and and he was left alone to go collect that bonus on, in the minors. And when we needed him, when Wool went down, he's been absolutely fantastic for us. And I'm, I'm scared to think of the position this team would be in uh, without Martin Jones. So I think before any any changes are made, we need to get Joseph Wall back, see what he's looking like. I mean, I think he's a premier goaltender. I think he's uh, got a really good head on his shoulders. I think the sky's the limit for him, but he is unproven. He's he's a little bit inexperienced. So in my mind, we got to see what he's looking like. Give him some time. I know time's ticking away before long. We will be at the deadline, but uh, I think there's some some leash left for Joseph Wall to go prove that it is his job. This one happened a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, but what did you make of uh, the William Nylander extension? Hmm. It's, it's large. It's large. (laughs) (laughs) This, uh, yeah, it's a tough position because we talked today. Um, we had Bruce Boudreaux on today and he says, you know, they drafted these players and they found these players and brought them up and, and they, they want to keep them right. You, you get, you get Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and you get Willie Nylander and, and these guys turn into like they're phenomenally talented players and you don't want to just get rid of them. But they do, unfortunately, all happen to be similar style of players. Um, none of them are the grittiest playoff type of of player. And when you pay them all top dollar right out of their entry level contracts and they continue to play well numbers wise, they're going to get their bumps after that as well. And that's the problem they're running into right now. I mean, you, William Nylander is just not going to sign for less. They, they tried to do that in, in the off season and uh, weren't able to get a job done. And now he goes on fire and then he's due his money. And I, it's, it's the problem of the Leafs right now. They got the core four. There's too much money tied up in those guys. It's of my belief that we do need to unload one of those 
if we can find you know a comparable return especially in the in the way of uh you know a really solid all-star defenseman but it's tougher said than done and you know, Willie earned that contract, though. You can't blame him for it. He he was on absolute fire from the get-go this year and um, has won games for this team and is, has been reliable. So it, it's hard to, to do anything else but sign him. But they're definitely painting themselves into a corner cap-wise with these four guys making this amount of money. Well, and now Nylander obviously locked up long-term. Matthews signed the extension four years after this one. Both full no-movement clauses as well. So like, let's walk down the path of, hey, this season doesn't end well. They're losing the first or second round again. What do you do? Like you talked about having to move one of them. Like, is it Marner? Well, it's my pick. It's it's my pick. I just, I, I mean, people, when I knock on Marner a little bit, people get upset and say, well, he was better than you were. And I laugh and I go, well, no kidding. But <laughs> the expectations for this guy are very high. And I mean... <laughs> Oh, look no, at that. Thanks, fellas. That's got to be in back there, doesn't that? <laughs> tough yeah. picture, too. Tough stuff. But no, you're talking about Mitch Marner and the way he plays. He doesn't have a lot of grit in, in him. Um, he doesn't seem to burst through and take control when, when he's faced with adversity. You talk about going to the playoffs where, I mean, that's a, a few months of absolute war and battle and just giving it everything you have. And I think Mitch is a little bit happier, you know, playing on the perimeter and, and going through his legs and never being hit and not getting in that fight and, you know, getting his cookies when he finds his soft spots and he can put up his points and, and do his little celebration. And I just don't think that even though he's that talented, I don't think he's a guy you, you win with. I don't think he's going to drag you into the fight. And if he's eaten up a X amount percent of your cap, I think that it's it's tough, especially when you have the Austin Matthews and the William Nylanders and and these type of guys. I think someone's got to go, and in my mind, it is it is Mitch Marner, and it's just a matter of finding the right uh, the right trade that that's comparable and that you feel like you're winning it coming out of it, which is pretty difficult. Just you talked about the sandpaper, and maybe circling back to the team right now. One of the things they did this offseason to try to address that as they signed Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi paid a decent amount. Granted, they're both one year deals, but what have you thought of Domi and Bertuzzi this year? Yeah, well, to be honest, like, I mean, I think Domi's got about four goals right now and I thought he'd be in the fight a little bit more as far as being physical, being noticed, being an agitator. He hasn't been doing that too much. And Tyler Domi or sorry, Tyler Bertuzzi just isn't really as advertised. He's, he's clicked on certain lines at certain times. Um, he seems you know, this line right now with Marner Domi and Bertuzzi is actually looking like it's got some chemistry, but to be honest, I think the, the majority of Leafs fans expected more out of him. You look at the places that he's come from and he's more of a standout and he's more noticeable and, and does better things. And, is more effective really. So I'm not saying they're bust or anything, but I think the the hopes were a little bit higher with those two guys than they've produced so far. And keep in mind, we're only at the halfway point of the season. It feels like a lot further, but uh, I I know that a lot of people want to see a lot more out of those guys and, and help out that core four a little bit more and create some depth in that roster. Uh, you going to be in Jasper this weekend with us or what? I, I will be. I'm interested to see what this is like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Nick's talking to me saying, do you have a cage I can borrow and a visor? We don't know what to wear. We've never been there, but it sounds like a fun time. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah, I was thinking, I was talking to Aaron before the show and he was like, I think Rosie's going to have to fight. And I was like, well, I think his teammate, Nick Alberga, might have a bit of a mouth on him. So you, you might have to do a little standing up for Alberga. 
I'm just going to go with the the good old spear and hopefully that gets me through the weekend. <laughs> All right, Rosie. Well, I'll see you this weekend, man. Thanks for hopping on. Okay, boys. Thanks. Good luck tonight. See you. Yeah, not really. Jay Rosal, one half of Leafs Morning Take, and he is on the Star Mechanical guest line, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. You can find out more at starmechanical.ca. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. See, hey. Hey, 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 hey. I'm excited to see Rosie out in Jasper. Rosie's be a lot the of best. Fun. Yeah. It, uh, um, it's funny because when you were there, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but there was that one, it was a former NHL. Though, right? Aaron Volpati. That was a few years ago. No, yeah. no, no, no. The real, the older fella. Oh, what was his name? God damn. And wasn't he? He was an older guy, but he was way. He was in like his eighties, right? man. Yeah. Like he played in the NHL or seventies or something. He played in the NHL like way back in the day, and him and his boys were playing in the tournament. I think he was a first round pick of the Habs or something. Yeah, I can't remember who you said it was. Jay would know if he was here, but yeah, he's, uh... oh, yeah Jay's on. He was on vacation. Now he's back at the airport flying to Toronto. That's Jay hasn't been on a show in like two weeks because he's been traveling we around. Seen so. him. But, uh, he hasn't been to the office or anything. Yeah, no. he's been gone. It's, but sorry, but my point was is while Rosell played, what was it, 117 games in the NHL yeah, or something, something like that. that, he is going to be the best player there by, by a, a million mile. miles. Yeah, a million miles. Yeah, and it's it's just kind of funny, like how how like his NHL career went. Like, no, I'm not disregarding what he did or anything, but he had eight points in the league. Imagine if like. I don't know, McDavid is there or something like that, and how much well, I mean, worse he would make everybody look. <laughs> like it's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It is fun to see a former NHLer yeah. out there, like especially again, Rosie. He's fighting fit, man. Mm. Yeah, he's ready to go. Yeah. Like Terry Ryan, how about that? Oh, well, Terry, yeah, Ryan we didn't thing. talk about that. No, eh? we didn't. He's, he looked awesome out he, there. He looked like he had been he could play still. And I mean, it's. Uh, did you watch the interview, the post game? Yep, that was awesome. Yeah. It's just kind of cool to see a guy. Have so much respect for the game and the game give it back to him a little bit. And yeah, I thought it was incredible to be honest. And he fought. He had a yeah, fight. He fought. And he kind of got his ass kicked, but he even said yeah, after he, he was did. like, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm 47. Of course I got my ass kicked. Um, but that was really cool. I kind of when it first came out, I was like, uh, is this like a 
weird spitting chicklets PR move or like yeah. something to announce the new season of Shorzy. Good for Sports 1440. And good for Sports 1440. <laughs> but then when you went and watched it and then especially hearing him after, it was like, oh man, like, no, it's really cool. Like this there is was real. also the Newfoundland Growlers head coach is Matt Cook. Yeah. Which so is a, weird to see. A funny thing is actually we had a, a scout for the Crusaders and he is now one of the video coaches for Newfoundland. Oh, really? Yeah, he got he got promoted, so he would have been there too. So it's kind of yeah, kind of funny, but it was cool. I'm curious. Like, I don't really know why they did it. Besides, they needed a guy. Yeah, I honestly think it was just like know, they yeah. needed a body, and, and, and he sounds like around. he skates with them throughout the week. Oh, he does. Like that's what the post the post game interview made it seem like he's around the team quite often, so he knows guys. He just kind of goes and stays fit and be around like that. I so think it was a weather related thing that they also couldn't get people out on that rock, and he's already there. They're like, hey, you want to do it? Because they did come together very fast. It was like oh, the yeah. day before. It was like, hey, he you're said, playing. He said it was uh, it was 12, 10 a.m. He got a call and was like, hey, do you want to play? And he said he was at the bar. He just went home and, <laughs> and sold it up. <laughs> downs, it, downs his beer. All right. Like, Love you. Um, all right. Someone in there threw out an interesting question, Liam, just about the Oilers roster construction heading into next year along those lines. And it was, would you bring back Connor Brown next year? No. No. No, I wouldn't. He has zero goals this season. You cannot. You could pay. You could pay pretty much any rookie in the American League right now to do exactly what he does. Hear me out. Okay. I'll, what are the I'll odds listen. he doesn't score again next year? I couldn't care less. <laughs> okay, but here's the logic. Let me let me hit you with the logic. All right, here we go. You're paying him a three point two five million dollar bonus. Yeah. If you pay him league minimum to come back. Doesn't that still at least there's a chance for some upside with all that dead cap space? I mean, the, the upside is there for sure, but I'd rather just I'd rather just give it to Lavoie. Naeem says Tyler, he's a sunk cost, lol, cut and run. And I think he just cut his ties. I think the experiment is has failed, unfortunately. Yeah, and I think he, if all he's getting next summer is a league minimum deal somewhere, he's probably sitting there going, It can't be an Edmonton. I need a fresh well. start. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Like Yanmark comes off the books. Okay, let's have a look. If you had to choose between bringing back Yanmark for a mill or Connor Brown for 775K, who is it? Do I have a third option? Nope. I would pick neither. Nope. You have to pick I, one. It's a new rule in the CBA. Uh, you need to have a player named Matthias or uh, a player whose last name is a color. It's a new thing. Batman put it in. A new player that's a color. Okay, I'll bring back Mike Brown. Mm. Uh, Mike Green. I would, I would pick, I would pick Brown over the two of them. How many other players? Would because it's cheaper. Yeah. Also, Matt Brown. Did you say a goal? He scored an ECHL All Star game. Mm. Oh, where you yeah. pooped it up? Oh, yeah, that was, was insane. Um, but if I had to pick between the two of them, I would strictly pick Brown only for the cap. That would be for the it. extra two hundred fifty k for the extra money. That would for be the only difference for me. I like Yamak a lot, but if you're paying him a million again. You need more out of him. Mm-hmm. If you're paying Brown league minimum, then sure. But I would also just not re-sign either of them and bring in some fresh faces. Yeah, I think that's fair too. Uh, just looking at who they have under contract next year. So you got McDavid, Drysaddle, Hyman, Kane, Nuge. Okay, there's five. McLeod is six. Derek Ryan is seven. And then you can probably factor in Holloway and Lavoie into this everyday lineup next season. Yeah. So you only have with those two nine forwards under contract for next year. Lane Peterson is technically under contract. So is uh, Drake Kajula. Uh, um, a good year. Maybe a guy like Jaden Gruby factors into things a little bit. No, um, I don't think so. Not yet. 
Yeah, maybe not yet. But I don't know. I, I just think the idea of Brown, because you know he kills penalties, moves pretty good out there. Like again, he he could easily have four or five goals already this year. But, I know, but he doesn't. doesn't. I know, but he doesn't. <laughs> but again, he gets that shorthanded breakaway against Montreal last game. I yeah, like, definitely. I, I just, don't know, man. I I think he's hit four or five posts. He's missed on three or four breakaways, missed on three or four two on ones. Like if he had a little bit of puck like this year, we're not that disappointed in him. We're talking about a guy on pace for 12 goals, which I know was not the bar. The bar was 20 plus and for him to be a top six figure, but I get it. But unfortunately he just doesn't like Sam Gagne has five goals or whatever this year. Right. And half the time he's literally just firing from anywhere or he's like, he's creating chances for himself. And Brown has been unfortunate. There's no denying that. But I just think that like you guys said, they had nine players coming back. Mm -hmm. So that's basically your top nine. It's locked in. Right. Just bring in a new fourth line. Just re-sign Hamlin, bring Hamlin back, whatever, and just give him two new wingers who have fresh legs. And just, you got to bring some different luck into this team. I, I think eventually, too, you can't just keep running it back every single year with the same group. So mm-hmm. I would just cut ties with a lot of these guys next season and see what you can do. Like, try and bring back Fogel, I suppose. Oh, you're not bringing back Fogel. No, I don't think you can either. 2.75 mil right now. That's your, you might get that a sim, based on the season he's having. He'll get two to two and a half mil somewhere. I can see Chicago. I think he's a good fit for the Hawks. Hawks will give freaking anyone four mil. So, well, they just signed Dickinson today, didn't they? Yeah, they what did. was that yesterday? No, it was this morning. Dickinson and Felino are going to be making a combined like eight point five million against the cap. I get it for Chicago, though. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to build a culture. Yeah, and I actually quite like it. I think it's difficult, but I also think this sends a message: you're not looking to compete the next two years. If you're giving those guys a combined eight mil, it's a very clear sign that Kyle Davidson doesn't see the Hawks as a playoff team until 2026. Yeah. And I think that's realistic. Yeah. I mean, sure. It's just, it's an interesting message to send to like lock those guys up already kind of thing, you know, but the other side was yeah. you, you could have traded Dickinson for a third round pick and them signed him in the summer. Maybe you could have, but I guess they see the upside in having him in the, well, they have a ton of picks next year too. Like this yeah. year they have two firsts, three seconds, two thirds, and then the year after, they have two firsts, two seconds, two fourths. So wow. they're kind of loaded up with picks already. I think I actually I really like the approach from Davidson of being like, we're going to keep our guys. I'm sure they'll trade a few guys. Like who are, maybe they'll trade Rem Pitlick or something like that mm-hmm. for a fifth and and scoop up some assets there. But they do have a decent group locked in now for the next few years. Like Taylor Hall's there still, Anthony Siu, Connor Murphy, Seth Jones, and now obviously Bedard. Uh, Kurashev, Dickinson, and Felino. So it's not bad. Donato, yeah. I think. Spend money in other places, I guess. All right, let's continue along. Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show brought to you by Sherwood Ford the Giant. Head to SherwoodFord.ca to check out their extensive inventory of new and used vehicles. And there's a lot of benefits when you use Sherwood Ford. You get things like the My Ford app, which I've been using to start my car from my phone. The nation truck fires up even when it's minus 40 out. And I love it. They also have their mobile service van, which will come to you. And hey, if the mobile service van isn't available, they'll also do things like valet service where they drive, pick up your vehicle, go do something like an oil change, bring it right back to you at work. Great stuff over at Sherwood Ford. Mm. The giant, uh, someone was asking about Taylor Hall in the chat. Still got one more, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I thought about that when he got hurt. I was like, man, is there enter- would there be any better story than going out Getting Taylor Hall as a UFA for like two million bucks and throwing him in this Oilers no. top six. That would have been awesome. That would have been a really fun story. But uh yeah, sadly he has one more year, like six million bucks. So um just not gonna not gonna happen. Um 
Oilers taking on Leafs tonight, looking for their 11th consecutive victory. It's going to be a good one. And hey, this Leafs game, I know it drives some people nuts when you know half the crowd is Leafs fans, but I think you've made this point before, Liam, and Jay loves to say it too. It's Leafs fans who next game, whenever that is Thursday, they'll be back at Rogers Place in Oilers yeah, jerseys. That just kind of drives me nuts. Really? I think this game, like I know people are like, oh my God, half the building's loose fans. I think it creates a really fun atmosphere. Oh, sorry. I should rephrase that. It doesn't drive me nuts that they're at the game. Yeah. I like the atmosphere. I just, I, I can never ever imagine cheering for two teams on the same week. Or like to the point where like you'll rock your Leafs yeah, stuff to an Oilers game. You, yeah. You'll pay for mm-hmm. that game. Like I have a friend. His name's Matthew. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, we saw him in the chat. Yeah, Matthew. <laughs> he is a, he's a Leafs fan. Every time the Leafs are in town, they'll go to the games. They'll go to the Auto Oilers game, but like mostly like gifted to him and stuff like that. But yeah. he is a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. I think that's how he should be. Loyal to your colors. To your team. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, flash up those head-to-head stats again. Let's take a peek here at where the Oilers rank. Dead tied in goals per game, 3.5 to 3.5. Three goals against for the Oilers. They're a hair better than the Maple Leafs. The power plays are basically dead even. Oilers PK has been a little bit better, but something that stands out for this Leafs team and Rosie touched on it, their lack of regulation victories. So far this season, Liam, they only have 13 wins in regulation. They've played 41 games, eight victories in overtime or a shootout. To put that into context, 13 regulation wins ranks them, I mean, right near the bottom of the league. The only teams worse, San Jose, Chicago, Columbus, Montreal, Anaheim, Ottawa, and Mini. Only seven teams have fewer regulation wins than the Toronto Maple Leafs. This team has been hitting the skids as of late, and they really haven't generated that much positive momentum on the year as a whole. Like you look at this record 21, 12, and eight. That's basically 500. Again, their points percentage is 610 because they've scooped up a bunch of Bettman points. But from the perspective of the Oilers trying to win this hockey game tonight, you're going up against a team that's barely won 50% of their games, which is crazy, isn't it? It is. Like the Oilers, I mean, 603 points percentage, their points percentage isn't as good, but the Oilers have two more wins than the Leafs this year. Yeah, I mean, but in the same breath, I feel like you can never take them for granted. They just have so many guys who could, who could yeah. like take it, take advantage of you. But I do believe this is the Oilers game to lose. I think the Oilers are significantly better than the Leafs. I think the Oilers goaltending is on the fire. The defense is unbelievable right now. And the Leafs are... They're down in the dumps. They've lost three games in a row against teams that the Oilers have beat this season, yep. right? So and they blew those games. Yes, and that's the thing. Like, I think if the Oilers can, the Oilers can get on top of the Leafs tonight and not let them get into the game, which is going to be difficult. The Leafs are going to have the moments, but if the Oilers can take over, I don't see a scenario where they lose. Okay, well, let's here. You kind of just hit on it, so let's do our keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine opening up in a matter of. Weeks, Liam. Matter of weeks. I'm I drove past date. it the other day at yeah. night, and they have some cool lights. Really? Oh yeah. It looks oh like yeah. Sick. Right in the heart of Sherwood Park, our friends at Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. They're getting ready to open their doors in February of 2024. 371 Lakeland Drive. What do you need? A fishing boat, a pontoon boat, an ATV, a side by side, a motorcycle. They're gonna have it all there, and the building is freaking huge. <laughs> and. It looks cool. And it looks cool. Sleek, all black we exterior. Got, we got to get out of there. We do. We should go do some content out there. I got to. The life jacket's right forward. there. The life jacket is there. I should be, really be wearing that. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Um, can we go to Sherwood Ford? I was thinking about this yesterday. You said it the other day. 
really need a show box. <laughs> yeah, I love show box. Uh, okay, giant key to victory for our friends at Sherwood Power Sports and Marines. I'm just going to say this. Let's go power play. Come on, pick yep. it up. This is the Leafs team, and I'll get to this in a bit. They've been a pretty decent 5v5 squad as of late, even with all of their struggles. If you're the Oilers, burn them with the power play tonight. Yep. Who cares? Star power. Let's go. I'm going to say star power and the power play are my keys to victory tonight for the Oilers. Stole half of mine. Mine is special teams. Then, like you said, the power play needs to get rocking, but the penalty kill needs to be strong again. Mm-hmm. Toronto obviously has some legit players. Like we spoke about at the start, this might be one of the best star matchups in the NHL, but 90% on the PK during this 10 game win streak. Got to keep going. Tonight is a, tonight is a big game because these two teams play each other twice a year, but this is a, this is a rivalry game Mm -hmm. on the ice and off the ice. So I'm, I'm expecting an exciting game. I think the others have everything they need to come out on top if their special teams can take over. Mm-hmm. And let me just say as well, a little bonus key to victory for our friends at Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Goaltending, man. The last time Stuart Skinner allowed more than two goals in a hockey game was December 22nd against the New York Rangers. And let me add that the third goal in that game went in with 0.1 seconds left and was mm-hmm. largely inconsequential. Yeah. Uh, before that, it would have been the game against the Islanders. So that means since that game against the Islanders, one, two, three, four, six, seven consecutive games where he has been above a 9-12 save percentage, three consecutive games for Stuart Skinner where he's been above a 9-58 save percentage, only allowing one goal against the Habs, one against the Hawks, and one against the Ottawa Senators. He has been lights out on the flip side tonight, expected <clears throat> to be Martin Jones. And while you look at those season numbers and go, hot damn, hot he's putting together go. a good run. Only played 14 games, and it's been back-to-back games for Jones where he has not only lost the game, he's been below a 900 and allowed four goals against in each of them as well. So not ideal right there. So Jones may be starting to hit the skids just a little bit here just as Stuart Skinner continues to stay red hot. So goaltending is going to be a massive part of this matchup here this evening. Let me tell you some other interesting stats and factoids about the Toronto Maple Leafs and our game notes brought to you by... Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian-owned and operated since 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. It's a perfect time. Go check out their large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and you don't have to pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing, OAC. For more information, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. Charm Diamond Centers, home of the pro pose. I propose that the Oilers go out and beat the hell out of the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. And you know what? I'm kind of starting to like their chances. This is a Leafs team that's just 4-4-2 in their last 10 games. They are coming off three straight losses. And Liam, these are ugly losses. Against the Islanders, they led 3-1. Against Colorado, they led 3-0 after the first period and gave up five unanswered goals. And against Detroit, they were up 2-1 heading into the third and lost 4-2. So, yeah, Leafs kind of stink right now. Yeah, got to take advantage. Can I read you a quote? Sure. Does it fit into the game now? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's about the Oilers. Okay. And it's about uh, Corey Perry. Okay. And it's from uh, Elliot Freeman. Let's see. Would you like to proofread it before I read it to you? Go on, you read it. Cause I, you're a better reader than me. I think. <laughs> reset. I just think one of the questions is Perry going to want somewhere quieter. Toronto is a loud market. I don't think that's going to work. Edmonton's a louder market, though. I definitely believe they have interest. Are there going to be some teams in quieter situations? Here's my thing. If you're Corey Perry, you're 39 years old. He's 39? I believe so. 
There you go. Go on. If you're Corey Perry and you're 39 years old, if you're coming back to go play for the Sharks or what are you doing? Or the Kraken, like why? Why would you care? Yeah. Like for 750K, you've made all this money, you've won a Stanley Cup. Like if you can just go away and not play anymore, if like why do you just want to play hockey that bad? You would think he wants to win, right? Perhaps he's referring to like quieter playoff markets like Florida. Oh, maybe. Maybe like Carolina. Yeah, you're right. Uh, is Winnipeg a quiet market? Yeah. Ish. Compared to other Canadian markets, they're on the dollar end of things. But interesting quote. I yeah. ultimately think he's going to go to a team that has a great chance to win a second team. Florida. I could see Florida too. Anyways, back to the game notes. Uh, the Leafs have gone three straight games without a power play goal. So another thing the Oilers are going to want to do is keep that power play at bay. And not let them get going. The Leafs have outshot their opponents at five on five in six consecutive hockey games. And they have been under 30 shots against in six of 10. Six of 10. They've held their opposition under 30 shots in six of their last 10. So it's going to be tough. As much as we talk shit about that Leafs blue line and things like that. I went and looked at what their five on five like scoring chance numbers are. High danger shot attempts per 60 against the Leafs ranked 12th in the NHL. That's not that bad. I, I was kind of looking at that blue line and like, I don't, I don't watch Maple Leafs games too often, but like it doesn't look too bad to me. Scoring like, chances. To say they need like two or three guys. It feels inaccurate. Almost scoring chances against per 60 14th in the NHL shots against per 60 at five on five, 18th in the NHL. Like again, this, isn't terrible by any stretch. Like the, I, I'm not expecting the Oilers to just go out and steamroll them, put up 45 shots, lay the boots to them, and win six one. It's going to be a hard fought hockey game. I just feel like it's one of those games where the records don't matter. Your recent run doesn't matter too much. I just think the the competitive rivalry game is there. Matthews versus McDavid, Drysaddle, Nylander, whoever you want to do. Yeah. I think it's going to be a hell of a hockey game. You mentioned that decor, Liam, about you. Think it's still pretty good looking at it. I feel like they just miss a Jake Muzzin so much. Shut down, big tough guy. When you look at the team, what do we got here? None of those guys put the fear of life in me. Jake McCabe was kind of the Jake Muzzin replacement. Mark Giordano still good, but we know how old the man is. Yeah, and he's greasy. Yeah, there was talk that Giordano, even with how banged up their blue line is, that he might be a healthy scratch. That's how much he's been struggling as. Yeah, I just look at it like Riley's obviously good. I thought Brody was maybe a little bit better than people have been laying on. There's been a lot of talk about the Simon Benoit guy who I liked on the Ducks last season. McKay, they brought in for a few picks last year. So bottom pairing isn't the best, but I could see them being still good. Uh, All right. There is how the Leafs are expected to line up tonight. The Oilers, according to their website. It's going to be Nuge with McDavid and Hyman, Drysaddle with Kane and Fogel, McLeod with Yanmark and Ryan, Hamblin with Ernie and Browns. The Oilers basically rolling out the exact same crew as a couple of games ago. Now that McLeod is healthy, um, interesting enough that they're moving McLeod back to center potentially. I think that's interesting. Don't like it. I don't like it at all. But we can uh, see how it goes tonight. I think he's been great on the wing. I think Derek Ryan's been good enough at the center position there too that you can kind of keep rolling there. But they got to get King going, and he had an okay game last time out. Yep. So it sounds like Evander Kane, yeah, he was fine. Zach Lang had a couple of stats our feet touched. Um, Kane, Drysaddle, and Fogel at 5v5 this year. 
23-49 time on ice, 60% of the Corsi four, only 33% of the goals for, but their expected goals up at 71%. So if you're an expected goals believer, and you know, maybe it just shows that these guys have been pushing thing in the right things in the right direction. I think getting a Vander Kane going should be a bit of a priority. Uh, let's get to our Betway game day betting challenge. Jay is not here, but Jay is still in first place, and Jay is still sending us picks. It's the only communication we've had with him over the last two weeks is just him randomly texting us in the morning with what he's betting on tonight. Um, but do we have the board? Do we have the Yeah, standings? I'm bringing it in a minute. Here. No, we're working on it. Um, I am still in the shits, but I do have a pick that I like for tonight, and it is targeting that Oilers power play, Liam. Evan Bouchard, he hasn't been that... The power play hasn't been that hot. I think they'll get going. This Leafs penalty kill, not amazing by any stretch. So my pick's going to be an Evan Bouchard power play point, and Betway has it paying out a very nice plus 175. Yeah, I did like that one a lot. I um, saw McDavid was plus money on the power play as well, so that was quite nice. Plus 110, I believe. So that's tempting too, but I'm going to chase the juice a little bit to try to get myself out of this 6.9 unit hole. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Jay, when we have Oilers money line over six and a half, McDavid two plus points at three points. I don't think this is an overnight. I don't think so either. I think the Oilers defensively have been too good to allow yeah. the over to happen. Skinner's been dialed. Like Yeah. So, but Jay up 9.2 units can, uh, can take the risk. Can take the risk. Unlike us, yep. uh, I'm just above 500 here at plus 1.31. I have Hyman plus two points tonight. Uh, Plus 187, I think that says. Plus 187. Wow, that's a... I don't hate that one either. Uh, Shout out to our friends at Betway 19 Plus. Please play responsibly. Those are the picks for the challenge this evening between the three of us. And uh, we'll we'll see when Jay makes his return to the show. He'll likely still be in first place, which sucks. Uh, Let's move along to the menu for tonight. It's delivered by DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. All you need to do is download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. Check out new features like the Double Dash feature. I saw it the other day. I had some DoorDash and I was tinkering with it a little. Yeah, it's kind of fun just to play around with what your combinations can be. Uh, Tonight, here's the combinations of content you got coming out here at Oilers Nation. New episode of Oilers Nation Radio going to drop a little bit later on this afternoon. Myself, Liam, Rick, and Dan with an hour of Hockey Talk. Pre-gaming at 6 o'clock Mountain, our boy Bordzi. I'll be there for the first 30 minutes, and then Nick Alberga going to do the last 30 The other you. half of Leafs Morning Take. Yes, We're doing sir. them all today, boys. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. And then it's Aaron and Gavin on post-game duties, immediately following the final buzzer with Oilers Nation after dark. And it's a somewhat busy uh, NHL schedule tonight. There's a, couple of, uh, there's a couple of good ones. I missed. I, my app closed. Well, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about your bills. I'll give you your moment. Okay, give me a moment here. Listen, here's why I was nervous going into that game yesterday. Because I knew how crushing a loss would be. Mm. Like losing to the Steelers after everything you did just to get into the playoffs, to have that end with a loss to the Steelers at home would have been so painful. I'm now nervous because I know how happy a win over the Chiefs would make me. And I don't know how many more chances in my life I'll have to be that happy if we're being totally honest. It's beating, very fair. Beating very the fair. Chiefs would be would mean everything to me. It would be big. I, I wouldn't know in the football sense of things what it's like to, to have a rival in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, like I mean, out. this Chiefs team has beaten the Bills time and time and time again. And that heartbreak of a couple of years ago when I thought Buffalo pulled off the miracle and they didn't, um, and the 13 seconds and all that, like everyone always talks about that as one of the best football games ever played. Yeah. 
And I have just a horrible taste in my mouth from it. I can't watch the highlights still. I see it pop up on my Instagram. Like, remember this two years ago? I can't go back and look. It hurts too much. I have that one when uh, Aaron Rodgers threw that last minute touchdown against the Lions. Oh, yeah. I literally left the bar before that play happened because I thought the game was over. And I got was driving home and I saw the scores. What happened? I've seen the highlight maybe twice. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Uh, Mine's David Tyree. Yeah, fair (laughs) enough. Oh, yeah. The uh, but Lions Bucks. You Lions are going to the NFC Championship, which is crazy. There's no way the Bucks beat them. You got to beat them first. I know, I know, but I think you can look ahead. I think Mayfield is a lot better than people give him credit for. Uh, He is. He's a a gamer. He's a gamer. Uh, The NFL menu. Sorry, just the Lions' disadvantages. They love to run the ball. Yeah. And Tampa Bay love to defend the the run. Lions are going to have to throw the ball a lot in this, and I trust Jared Goff to do it, but it's going to be, I think it might be a bit more of a high scoring game than people will think. Just fired up that way. Lions, Bills, Parlay, plus 132 on the line. What's the line? The line for Bucks, Lions? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'll give it three and a half. Lions minus three. Lions minus six and a half. What? What? What do you think, Bills? Bucks aren't that bad. What do you think, Bills, Chiefs is? Two and a half Chiefs. No, but it's in Buffalo. Yeah, it's in Buffalo. Still think two Chiefs. Minus two and a half Buffalo. Ooh. There you go. Shout out to Betway, 19 plus. Taylor Swift coming to Buffalo. We said, are they going to throw snowballs at her window? 100%. 100%. Um, someone said, Tyler, wouldn't uh, Oilers dynasty incoming? Happy days ahead, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, sure. Dave said, you're telling me the Oilers winning the Cup won't make you happy. Here, and I've said this before. First off, don't get it twisted. I love the Edmonton Oilers. I will be rocking a jersey, all that stuff. When they win the Stanley yep. Cup, I'll be in the streets with all of you partying. But the reason why I have this fandom of the Buffalo Bills is because I like we talk about the Oilers every day, and I love it. Yeah, but there's always that element of the Oilers that has a tinge of work to it for me, right? Me too. The Bills, I just sit and watch. Mm. I am a football <laughs> dummy. I don't know systems. I don't know anything. I did this whole rant on the show I think a couple weeks ago. Like I don't know anything. I just sit and go. I hope Josh Allen throws a bunch of touchdowns. And then when Josh Allen does cool shit, I, people are like, oh, he faked a slide, but I don't care. I just ran around my living room for a couple of seconds. Like, yeah. I, there's something about having a sports team that I can just, in a way, unconditionally love. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm similar with the Lions. It's just uh, kind of a, a moment of freedom, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. We have no connection to the. I don't NFL have to do a teams. pre or post game for the Bills. I just no. get to kick my feet up and drink a big beer, which I did do yesterday. And watch Buffalo. Bills. That was beautiful, Tyler. That was yeah. poetic. Uh, okay. I'm fired up right now. We are. Uh, we're gonna move and wrap up the show here. Oilers taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight down at Rogers Place. Full pregame show, six o'clock, right here on the Oilers Nation YouTube. That's gonna be a wrap for another Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Edmonton looking to keep this giant winning streak on the rails. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with Frank Saravalli at noon Mountain Time. Chat with you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.